Discussing documentaries. Thank you very much for downloading this episode. Should we pre-record that? Should we just no, pre-record that? It's the same every time. It gets you into it, a rhythm. It does get me into a rhythm. You know, I've stole that, don't you? That that whole. Thank you very much for downloading. Is there someone sitting there going, I invented saying hello to podcasts? Yeah. I, I, this, this is bullshit. Who are we taking out? So, no, I've nicked it from um, Kirsty Young from. Um, Desert Island Discs right and it's All just right. I think it's just a lovely way to start a podcast so I went I'm having that cheers Kirsty and I'm just trying to play around with different formats to see which works but you've ruined it now Rick it's gone right I've, I've released the secret now I've got to change it mm. I'm going to have to go and edit 40 episodes now <laughs> You wait. You wait until I see the 45 takes for me to say hello. Yeah. I'm all right to jump in to take the piss out of you, but hello. No, I sound like a dick. No, don't like it. I had to record a um, a thing for my mates play today. It's a three second line, and the line was, "Hello, I'd like to return these minimalist speedos." It's it's not even three seconds, is it? That took me four. I like the fact they went method on the decision. <laughs> no way. Do you know what? We need someone who's done a hell of a play in preschool. <laughs> Which is still talked about. Still talked about. It actually is talked about now. That's the sad thing about this podcast. Is... And also uh, someone who, who who just, you know, knows the minimalist lifestyle. Who knows what it's like to return speedos. Well, it was a good... She sent me the whole script and I bought into it. Um, but yeah, it took me 20 minutes. I, went... I, lo- I love... That's Matt Wills right there. One line. What do you do? I read the whole script and I thought, yeah, you know I what? I, I agree with the narrative. <laughs> I need to know the pace and tone of it before I say this line in the show. Well, the thing is, I so I recorded it. And then I went back and I went, no, that's not it. When I eventually sent it to her, she said, you sent me two copies. I went, yeah, I, I recorded about 45 of them. I didn't like them. It was it was painful in the end. I think in the end, it was like uh, when I go shopping with my missus, we went back to the first one and we got that. That was exactly what happened. What's it? When, when I was um, deep within the throes of depression of unemployment, I had to sign up to a job agency called Meet the Real Me. Right. So they're like, hey, your CV's not working, so what they need to do is see who you are and how enthusiastic you are. And I'm looking at our last going, is that what they need with me? <laughs> is it? Is that what they fucking need? And I had to do a one-minute a one minute clip of me trying to sell myself to work in data entry, is what I said on, on the thing. And, mate, that took about... Four hours of me. <laughs> Shirt, tie, underpants. Um, Did you get it? Ah, oh, no, no. They sent me sent me on a bunch of. Uh, I promise we will talk about episode three soon. Imagine if we were stretching this out for the sake of content, and then you've just watched the Cecil Hotel. How fucking offended would you be if you can't pick up on that yet? But so they sent me on a bunch of group interviews. And in the group interviews, they give you, like, challenges to see who, like, you know, how you react with people and your ethic. And uh, so the one of the challenges, I swear, if the, to this day, if I'm ever in um, a hot air balloon, I would be panicked. It's about to sink and you have to decide who stays in it. Because I have done that bullshit fucking training task a hundred times. It is... 
And they always give me someone bad, like Jedwood. <laughs> and and I'm like, well, do you know what? I'm a team player. I, 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 I think I don't contribute anything, and I will eliminate myself. And they're like, that's not what we need in Sills, Rick. We want you to see Jedwood deserves to live over fucking, I don't know. What's funny thing is that, that attitude, which you're mentioning, that's more CEO attitude than it is worker bee attitude. Whereas my attitude is worker bee attitude. So I would be a terrible CEO. Whereas you'd probably be quite good. Well, but your problem them, is you'd have to work up to that. And I don't think you could yeah. do that. That's where you fall down. No. Oh, yeah, you'd yeah, have I'm to be put in see. right at the very top. The leap of faith that someone would have to make on Rick Wharton would be immense. It would be like dead man shoes. I could be hired to be like a CEO's mate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like the Johnny Five Bellies. And then, and then and yeah, Johnny, exactly. Imagine if Johnny, if Gaza died and they went, all right, and he just stood in Gaza's shoes and went, oh, you play for Lazio now, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I could see happening. Right, we will but get no, to this documentary. Hot, we will. In, in, the hot air, in the hot air balloon thing, um, one person got uh, Princess Diana. Oh, right. And I'm like, well, in fairness, she should go. I mean, it's just dead weight. Or, or, or does this not count? Does, does, and I'm trying to ask the rules of, like, is, is Lady Diana alive in this hot air balloon? How did that go down? I didn't get the job. Right, no, okay, that's another um, job. I didn't get. have you ever? It was. Have I, you been in a hot air balloon? No. no. I, I, my girlfriend or ex, one of the ex girlfriends, bought it for me, and I went up in it. And sadly, I was incredibly stoned, and I mean incredibly stoned. And because I was an ex skydiver at that that stage, I just wanted to jump out because. Jumping from a <laughs> jumping from a hot air balloon is awesome. It's like jumping from a helicopter. So there's no uh, there's no forward motion, right? So it's just incredibly still. So you just get a better jump and a lift off, etc. And it feels completely different. It's a very different. So I just wanted to jump. That's all I wanted to do. And because I was so trashed, I had to tie myself to the basket, right? Because I know where my brain works. And once I get the idea in my head, I'm like a dog with a bone. I'm not going to let it go. Oh, I know that. Yeah. Once once something cast once you're in like one of those pattern grooves in your brain, yeah. it's like you were walk we're saying hello and welcome to discussing <laughs> documentaries. <laughs> Part three of four parts that you've already listened to. Um just a little just a little bit off the top. My name's Matt Wills. This is all right, and last bit of housekeeping uh, between recordings, uh, Matt Wilson has had his birthday. I did. I, I turned 50, so uh, happy birthday for me. The weird thing is about that date, I didn't realise this. Um, it's the it's a palindrome, and with the right digital font, it's the same upside down and backwards as well. Well, you had too many Zoom calls that day, didn't you? <laughs> I had a lot of Zoom calls, yeah. So, welcome to Discussing Documentaries. We are talking about Crime Scene. Vanishing. Don't do that and wipe out all that gold at the top. That stays in. All right. If the YouTubers get to talk to me for four hours about what they reckon fucking happened, you can listen to my hot air balloon story. All right. Um, It's Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. This is episode three of four, and it's Down the Rabbit Hole, which I think me and Rick have just done. And that's a good example of this episode. So I truly believe this documentary could have been done in 30 minutes, and they've dragged it out to four hours. I am now at that point. Okay, good. Because Rick said to me, 
Let's watch both episodes three and four together and let's just review them as one so we're not falling into their trap. And we were going to do that, but then I started eating birthday cake and I don't handle sugar very well. So I didn't watch episode four and we thought, well, let's just record. So here we go. We recorded episode three um, and it was a good episode, episode three. I went into this one relatively excited. As I said, I had a spoiler, which was she was in the water tank. Yep. So I was like, all right, so something else is going to happen. Yes. And it starts off it starts off about how um how they got her out of the tank, they drained the water out, then cut a hole. Yes. And I thought, well, if I was there, I'd be like, well, wait a minute. What if we put more water in? Then she'd come to us. <laughs> like that's that's how I would get her out. I would, I, that seems like less effort to me. That is a genius idea. That that is genuinely a that is a great idea. You'd only have to put in a little kick- bit more water, and you wouldn't have to waste yeah. all that water. We are in an environmental impact zone, uh, right? Well, I don't know if you hear like uh, what the Plymouth couples uh, keep on telling you. It's not that it's not very nice water. Yeah, but it didn't <laughs> stop them to- bathing in it or drinking it. That was the weird thing about the English couple. Yeah, it tasted horrible. It looked awful, and it felt weird, and it smelled weird. How did you know? Oh, the multiple showers we kept taking. <laughs> and we had to drink tea. We had to boil the water somehow. I want to hear more about their holiday. Me Staying too. on Skid Row as, as a romantic yes. break is fucking hilarious to he me. He spoiled that woman. I was, when we went away to uh, Barcelona, I was just outside Barcelona. It was like one of the towns that was really hyped up by the Olympics in the early 90s. Yeah, yeah. And our hotel was over, like what was literally just a track and field used just for the Olympics, and, and it was it's just a massive pigeon toilet now. <laughs> That's all it is. It's just it's just a fucking weird of pigeon shit. And I honestly, I honestly always considered I was working class until I did that holiday, but it was half bored, and I thought I was going to get shanked up in the fucking dinner queue. I'm like, I... that the next documentary we're going to watch or at least the next series is that Plymouth couple on holiday their next holiday let's look at their next five holidays that's something I'd probably watch and- terrible storytellers I don't I don't I just want to see the frustration what word would you use horrendous it was horrendous <laughs> 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 this is going to we, tra- we travel to fucking Plymouth for this we are really stretching um, <laughs> so the Cecil Hope- they don't find any evidence to suspect a crime of violence no they don't no, no she wasn't sexually assaulted um she wasn't beaten anyway there was no yeah it was she was fine um and here's the weird thing about human beings which i learned watching this the cecil's hotel has had some really bad people stay in there right it's had serial killers uh rapists murderers um all, all manner of scum yet it gets out that this woman was found in the water tank and the Cecil Hotel, their reservation hotline goes into overdrive. They sold out every single room again and again and again and again. It really put them on the map. And I'm just thinking, if you're head of the Marriott group, right, of hotels, are you sitting there thinking, well, if what's our worst performing hotel? Go get me a dead body. Come on, let's put this in the tank. If that's what it takes to like infuse you know people to your product. With with COVID, that might actually happen. Like you might as a bellboy, if you were still working as a bellboy, Matt, you might have to go and dress up as a ghost <laughs> and shit up a couple of YouTubers. These YouTubers, man. And um John Sabani, who is the web sleuth, who again I, Is he the soft spoken yes. one? Yes. 
He is so fucking creepy. I've, yeah, I've got a few things about him over the next... He, what did he say? I must have visited the Cecil Hotel at least 10 times, if not more. Not, Get a job, sir. Said. Get a job. It's, it's the way he said it. I must have went at least 10 times, if not more. <laughs> He's just, he is the creepiest man I've seen on the documentary, and he gets creepier throughout. And of course, Jordan Lorden goes there with his fucking GoPro. I'm hoping he ends up above sixth. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new he walks thing. Into a, I hope he walks into a dice game and his coke and his fucking ass isn't allowed near. He said, uh, yeah, you get caught filming because they now have security cameras all around oh. and they are watching them now. All right, you sarky prick. I mean, one girl then, dies. You know, it's just unfortunate. And then Jordan Schiavone going, I just had to make sure I was masturbating in the right elevator. <laughs> I just had to keep going back. And then and then you got them on the GoPros. Now, the, the problem is the documentary kind of diverts and it's not about... It's not about this poor girl. This person no. anymore. Yeah, it's not about this death or even this mystery because it's not a the mystery. mystery is literally because of the fucking YouTubers yes. and the looks of it and, and, and what they've grabbed onto it. And it kind of comes full swing a little bit, but when you see them in the fucking hallways and they're like, sir, can you go to your room, please? Like, I'm not filming anything. And it's just like, yeah, there's a, a, there's a, there's a cover up here. <laughs> Santiago doctored the footage as he's, he's having to wheel out 10 dead bodies in front of them going, Ugh, they're not hot. Keep moving. But, and then they find out that... The... <laughs> found in your bed. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, they found out that the lift didn't move because there's a button in the lift that makes it wait for a few minutes before it closes the doors. Well, Okay, so you stretch that out for almost an entire episode, and suddenly you're like, "Oh, did we not mention the pause button in the lift?" Oh, sorry about That's that. That's what infuriates me. Like when they withhold, you can withhold a bit of information for artistic license for a little bit, but a whole episode. Did it- but but whole whole fucking series is over, by the way. After I said hello, I told you that bit was bullshit, didn't I? Yeah. Okay, we'll get to that in an hour and a half. Yeah. Fair enough. Like. um they go through the logistics of how she would have got up there. In, in, in a- but even that was bullshit, right? Because they said, like, she had to do this, 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 and she could have climbed up this ladder here, and she'd have to go along the hallway and then up the stairs on the 14th floor, and that's where the lift went to. Or she could have just walked up those stairs there, walked out the fire exit. You know, you've just done seven and a half minutes talking about this ladder, and then someone's gone, yeah, well, she might have used that door, but it's alarmed, but it might have been switched off. Who knows? Because when they're going through the ladder, I'm like, there's obviously another way because you didn't get your fucking sniffer dogs up there on the ladder. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and then it turns out that the super cops reviewed the CCTV and found out that she was from two, she was with two men who gave her a box. And then that turned into an, another dead end because it was actually a genuine box of books that she bought. That again, it was a book stretched out last, for another few minutes. From the last bookstore. And um, I actually did some research on this. And the uh, the books that she ordered was uh, How to Swim in Water Tanks. <laughs> we have no respect. Um, they said, right, when they were at the end of their... They, they ran out of leads, the police. So that's when they decided to contact the public. Why is that? So you could fit someone up. What? Why would you this do that? A, and here's a, here's a thing. I was starting to get this is a much better version 
of what I'm about to say, but I was getting some Cecil the Clown vibes right now. <laughs> I, I might, like, I am getting some, I might watching an hour and a half over a four minute YouTube video. Do you know what I mean? A mis- like a misinterpreted YouTube video. Yeah, yeah. Because every part of this woman's sad journey has been reviewed by the YouTube community. I, I just, I don't know. I found it. I, just, I really felt for this poor girl. I don't think this is what she wanted her life to end up like. Her, and her family, can they not just ask the YouTubers to back off? I'm also noticing uh, the family aren't there either. At all. Do you know what I mean? The, yeah, they're, they're not in this shit. They don't want anything to, put, to do with her. No. And I've seen so much true crime with you and my missus. I'm thinking, well, they're not in it much. Are they in on it? Is that the thing? Is that going to be the surprise? And it, it, it can't be, can it? That's That just can't. Because then they switch. And again, every episode, I think about 20 minutes in, it goes back to the history of the Cecil Hotel. Yeah. And you're like, what? Oh. <laughs> and it, it, so it tells you the story in uh, 1991 in Australia, uh, Austrian, Austrian. Yeah, the Austrian guy. Yeah, yeah. There's an Austrian guy who goes over there to do an article on red light districts. <laughs> and I thought that was fucking hilarious. Jack yeah, yeah. Undervaker. Jack Undervaker. Now, Jack, and it turns out that Jack Undervaker had just been released from jail for um, vicious sexual crimes and murder of women, strangulation with, like, torturous methods. And um, there was a lot of dead bodies in Austria that stopped when he left, and then yeah. they started when he arrived. When he arrived. Yeah. And he was even doing ride-alongs with the police because, like, yes, I need to see how you investigate this. <laughs> Genius. Not the word I would use for him first, but oh, yeah, really fair enough. Uh, how do? You, how would you? How would in, you catch a killer then? Okay, I won't th- do that then. In, thir- in thirty seconds, that almost sounded like it might have been a more interesting documentary. Do you know what I mean? Oh, what about Jack Underviga? That's his Super Bowl. Where are you going? I'm getting good at killing. I'm going to see some. <laughs> points at it like it's the Wrestlemania sign just what what are your hopes and aspirations in life I hope one day to be in a documentary that is my hope okay then. I gotta be honest my my aspiration is the exact opposite and I think I've mentioned this on a previous episode we might start getting called in for documentaries now because I think it's due to COVID I think they've slapped this shit together yeah because it, Night Stalker, Ramirez stayed there, so it's got a little bit of, you know, crossover appeal. Yeah. It's something about that. There, and you have all this kind of free content because you've got people cook. I bet they didn't even pay the YouTube. No, that's uh, yeah. I, I, exactly I bet they just yeah, yeah. did it. The old open mic trick. They're all Dana for exposure. They don't worry about paying your bills. Yeah. We'll mention your YouTube channel on every episode, will you? How many episodes are you going to do? Four. What about this, Paul? Really? I could barely so get a Facebook page to, off the ground. What, you're going to do four hours on this? Again, they they eke out the people with actual good opinion, like expert opinions. Yes. Again, yeah, the, yeah. the problem is they, they take these people's ideas as expert. You hear enough of them, it just filters in as they're speaking the fucking truth. Yes. Um, and it's, it's just kind of like waterboarded with their opinions. But then we finally hear from the coroner, which we could have heard from a little bit sooner. Yeah, Jason Fovar. Um, yeah, and it's about how long was she in the tank yeah. is a question. And uh, the water temperature could have sped up or decreased the amount of uh, decomposition. And also the weather would have been mm. a contributing factor. 
and so it's just so funny because again when you talk about dragons coming out is this like there was no gunshot i was like wait all right good you noticed that what was it there was no she didn't have pizza that day i'll tell you that much we know that about her she didn't have pizza that day. yeah you're not playing cluedo mate get to it you've got the answer this is not a guessing game just tell us what is what and then they mention and i can't believe again they've waited till episode three to do this it turns out that a plot of a film called Darkwater is exactly the same as Elisa Lamb's disappearance. What? None of oh, the YouTubers mentioned this. The police didn't mention this. No one on the internet has mentioned this. Are you serious? I got a funny thing about Darkwater. Go on. I've never, I've never heard of it. Uh, I've never seen the movie, but myself, my partner, you would never have met if it wasn't for the movie Dark Water. This is how you can link anything oh, wow. to anything. Kevin Bacon, Six Degrees Of. Okay, carry so on. I failed, failed two, three years of college. Yeah. Just just shit the bed completely in college. I was not was not a good student. And uh, to get enough UCAS points, I had to pass one of my courses to get on my Jelly Brain comedy course. Yeah. And in my A-level media studies, I did... Um, I got an unclassified and an A in my two modules. The module I got an A in was analyzing movie trailers. That movie trailer was Dark Water. And I was just very good at talking shit about symbolism and fucking metaphors when you you have to, for an hour and a half, link as many things as possible together that could mean something. They could have brought you in as a creative consultant on this documentary. One or, one or two coincidences or something, but that's synchronicity right there. And you like, no, it's cause and effect, all right? The brown water. Okay, yeah, the, but, but, but there was a body in the water tank. That's what caused the water to be fucking brown. It's cause and effect. It's not coincidence. So, hang on. So, so you've heard of the film Dark Water? Just because of that, yeah. I watched that trailer nine times as the, as the exam, and you had to write about it for nine an hour times. and a half. That's 18 minutes. So you put 18 minutes into your education. Okay, nice. Um, did you... Watch the film Dark Water. No. <laughs> Didn't look very good. But you got what the trailer was about. Yeah. And so, okay, right. Well, then let, let me put it to you, Mr. Wharton. Episode three, man. Why are we only hearing about this now? Why have you not mentioned going, hey, you know, I did this tr- thing once. Oh, because because the big thing of Dark Water is, and I didn't know this because it's not in the trailer. That would be a big reveal at the end that the child dies in a water tank. That's not in the trailer. Ah, okay, that's fair enough. That's the major okay, thing will, that links to it. I shall so wind in my neck. Dark Dark Water is like kind of like a, a middle of the road mainstream horror movie where it's the water with the house that's fucking with them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that's how the hauntings happening is with the water. Right. Then so basically, you can have that brunette woman in the bath and shit in the shower and stuff like that. You can tell where the producers went in their mind of why to make it the water. It's like every time she takes a shower. But why did no one else mention this? The web sleuths. Why didn't they not mention this Dark Water film? I don't think Dark Water is in people's minds ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have have you seen Last House on the End of the Left? Same coloured door. I rest my case. Uh, okay, fair enough. And then, it, it, and then this is where the web sleuths are driving me mental, right? So. There is a tuberculosis outbreak, and it's called Lamb Elisa. 
which is her name. Or, no, actually, no, sorry. It's it's it, it's called, yeah, it's called Lama Lisa, which is her name backwards. Yeah, just switch yeah, yeah. the word around. Which is, no. really? Was that true? That is, sounds like bollocks. This is when you're like, oh my God, right. If these people have these opinions, they shouldn't be allowed near the documentary because my favorite one by far is... She is a double CIA agent who has been infected with tuberculosis and been sent into Skid Row to kill tens of homeless people. And she got killed because she knew too much. Yeah, this is nonsense. The zip code, if you type in the last bookstore, is uh, is ex- exactly the cemetery of where Elisa Lam is buried. Really? Which I'll tell you. I'll, yeah, that was one of the things in it. So the, if you type in the postcode for the last bookstore, how did I miss that? The 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 pin drop goes to her cemetery, and I'll tell you exactly what happened. Someone changed it to be that. <laughs> someone someone changed it to be that. I Google Maps. Guarantee someone changed the Wikipedia and put Z H two X X whatever the fuck the zip code was, and it ends up in Canada. I, I know how I missed this. Uh, during this documentary, while I was watching episode three, down the rabbit hole, I went down a rabbit hole of my own. I fell asleep multiple times and I woke up halfway through episode four. So I, I got a sneak peek of episode four, about three minutes. And I woke up and went, well, hang on. What? This must be over by well, now. And I checked. Well, this is going to be a two-parter, but one episode because we're we coming can, to yeah, the end of episode. The they end. go through. Yeah, yeah. And then, and this is like synchronicity and one coincidence is another. And then uh, I thought this was a piss tick. They are on the roof. They fucking like artificially imposed like a shadow monster right. for a, for a split scene. You're like, what the fuck? God. I was so disconnected by this stage. And it was all it, bits of the episode were okay, but I'm like, oh, let's get this done. And then the and last then, and five then he minutes. Used phrase, he used the phrase, a massive mobilization of web sleuths and i was just like can you just imagine you hear it you know something come pings on the news and you're like something's not right (laughs) get my selfie stick right now (laughs) the minute i'm out i retired from this (laughs) but i need more subscribers (laughs) shit man um so we've learned nothing in this episode apart from the listen, fact people listen, on this, this internet and thing. the YouTubers are annoying. That's all I learned. I mean, really annoying. I, I was getting quite Is angry. It, this, this, this came to me. And again, it's when you obsess over something, you can attach anything to it. Right? You can attach anything to it. So then we have, there's a musician called Morbid. Yeah. And he's a death metal artist. Yep. And he's like... He's like an X-rated version of Kiss is the way he dresses. Yes. He goes yeah, yeah. full on, like, white makeup thing. And he was staying in the Cecil Hotel, and he has, like, violent and aggressive videos. So they said, you killed Elisa Lam, because they looked at his lyrics, and he went, dead girl, see? And it's just like, oh, yeah. all of his music's about killing women. Yeah, yeah um, he doesn't seem a nice fella, does he? Can you imagine if they... If we had an up, because it shows you how he goes viral, because he obviously has no idea this is about to happen. So all of a sudden, he's just got, What did you do? He's on Taiwanese news. 
gets sent a link, and they're linking him to the death of it. Then his Facebook starts getting hundreds of messages saying, "We're going to kill you. What? Why did you do this? What, how did you do yeah, this?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just it's constant. You know, it's like when you get a notification on your phone, your Twitter's blowing yeah, up, your yeah, Facebook. Yeah. You get messages from friends, calls from loved ones. Can you imagine if, like, I don't know, the woman from Grizzly Man, <laughs> the, the guy from uh, the detective from Soaked in Bleach, yep. Kurt Russell. Brett the Hitman Hart, one of the trainers from SeaWorld, all died. And they were like, wait a minute. These jokers did podcasts about them in order. In order that they died. Is that a coincidence or is that synchronicity? And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, the Podbean fun is coming up. No one's joining the Patreon. And there's Kate Nash sitting there, stroking oh, a yeah, white yeah. cat going, I got you. You have a go at me, you pricks. <laughs> <laughs> She's there with a selfie stick doing some web sleuthing. Of course you are, Kate. I knew you'd come for us. Sitting on something with her legs crossed. Yeah, quality Kate See some of the clowns doing YouTube videos going, I know what I did was a lot, but these guys. <laughs> um, well, basically, they, um, they make him look guilty, don't they? The morbid fella. It, and then the, the documentary seem- ends. You're like, oh, but I tell okay. you what, I guarantee he's not guilty for a start because there'll be makeup everywhere. <laughs> he doesn't wear makeup all the time. I'm the guys from Kiss, they take that stuff off, right? Uh, even RuPaul takes takes off the makeup at night. That's no one sleeps in makeup. It's really bad for your skin, and it ruins pillowcases. Everyone knows that. All oh, right, maybe he's the murderer, and let's see episode four. <laughs> I think that's it. Let's just get this done, man. This is. I like the way we've talked about putting this on the Patreon. Whereas now I'm like, we're not even going to release this as in. No, we'll release this. this. Is... <laughs> we have a great. We this is. I thought this was going to go to like bang number one, and I, I, I didn't. I call. I miscalled this shot. This is going to be some people watch and be like, oh, you watched it. Ugh. It's not up there with the best. The, the rest of the docu, we're going to put a whole bunch of content of uh, the docu series on the Patreon. So we're going to have the jinxes up first, and that's extensive. But the, what we did on the jinx. Well, I personally, because I quite enjoyed the jinx. Um, well, I enjoyed a lot of it. I think that's ruined this. Because when you oh, watch when, the well, jinx, well, you're like, oh, that's very good. That's incredibly well made. And then uh, you watch this, what? and you're like, you're talking bollocks. What? What? After after watching Alan Shearer for ten years at Newcastle, surely Rambi Obi seemed like dog shit. Yeah, <laughs> God bless you, surely you're still a club legend. But, but I'm sorry, but like, we should have never have watched it, the Jinx. I think that's no, no. That's... The, 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 we shouldn't have watched the season. Like that. We're looking for great documentaries. <laughs> right, well, we were mistaken on this one. Let's wrap this one up then. Yeah, I think you got this one, and you very rarely you because you are the Alan Shearer of this podcast, and uh, I, f- I think you're not having a good time. I think you've you've put a. This is your minimalism. This is what it is. I, I, this is. I, I see myself more as the Dwight Gill. I get job. I get jobs done in the lower leagues. Don't don't put us up against like a professional thing or anything. That would be that would be horrific for my self esteem. <laughs> right. Let's um. Right. Let's wrap this one up. Then I'm going to go and watch episode four. Uh, I think Morbid did it. I mean, I don't. Do, do okay. you think Morbid did it? I think she's a double CIA operative and uh, is currently working in Wuhan. Okay. Hello and welcome to Discussing Documentaries with me, Matt Wills, and Rick Wharton. It's the same episode. It's, it's the same episode. <laughs> Let's do it together. 
And this is the final episode of the conclusion of Crime Scene, Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel, 4 of 4, The Hard Truth. And it's the conclusion, as I've just said, but I wanted to say it like this. Here's what I suggest for this, Rick, right? We spend 10 or 15 minutes or so of ripping the piss out of you for choosing this. Then we tell everyone what the conclusion oh, I, I, is. I, I, will, and then we... I will go on record right now saying this is, this is still yeah. way and above at least eight that you've chosen and well no. above some of the ones you've suggested. <laughs> this okay. minimalism, the second one, right, which I'm hands up going, yeah, that was terrible. That was only a 50-minute documentary. This was a three-hour, 50-minute documentary with a 10-minute right. conclusion you know at the end. I wish, I wish... You see, last Friday, there was uh, Matt Wills' birthday, so his lovely partner threw him a surprise roast. And what I hadn't realised is that was basically discussing documentaries' first live show. Because all of our viewers... <laughs> all of our viewers, are, and God bless you for doing that, we're a part of that. It was all very nice to put names to faces of who's been hitting like on our, <laughs> on our Facebook pages. But I should have asked a few questions about that. <laughs> it's the way they've come back. Wasn't it weird to see Rick in the flesh talking? <laughs> <laughs> How do you think he normally talks? It's always in the flesh. It's yeah, it's like you said, right? The first time you saw Opie and Anthony, you lose yeah, some of that magic, yeah, right? Yeah, lose some of the magic. You don't need to look up what we look like to enjoy this. In fact, it's encouraged not to. We'll make cartoons. In fact, on so all of our a lot of our listeners. Uh, would have seen you on Friday. Let's see the effect that's had on our download oh, there's a numbers drop off. on There's Wednesday. already a drop-off. Yeah. There's this fucking unshaven bum in his pyjamas doesn't <laughs> tell me what he thinks of the imposter. <laughs> I know he said he was bald, but I mean, he's really bald, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> and Matt, was a, Matt was a very good sport because this was a surprise for us. So you imagine this. It's your birthday, you're sick of Zoom calls, and then they're like, we've hired five bullies to take the piss out of you. <laughs> In front of all of your friends, and Matt was Matt was adorable with it. And I, I hate I, I hate roasts. I just genuinely detest them. The whole idea behind it. But saying that, I really liked it. I really. I I, I waited all weekend to make sure he was all right because I felt I went a bit too far. Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> I was, you know, I was you, panicked. You probably could have pushed it further. It was very funny. It was. Uh, yeah, it was worth seeing. Anyway. Back to the documentary. That's how great this documentary is. We're talking about my fiftieth birthday. So, well, the first thing we see because we leave it on the whole morbid yes. character on episode three, yeah, and then we see morbid's in the documentary, so it's not as if he's the actual killer, yeah. Well, because she's clearly a CIA, CIA operative <laughs> there, there to thin out the homeless herd. I tell you what, I liked about morbid it's the quality of his skin, his skin regime that he looked really good quality skin. By this stage, that's what I was reaching for in this documentary. I'm like, well, he's got. Um, he's got a good caring procedure because right. well, he's with, using the with, right products. With Morbid, I, I it's not fair because I dislike that type of music, but I don't like the people like like you know the I bathe in blood fucking this is who I am. And then when people are mean to him, it's like yours really sad. <laughs> are mean to me. It's just like I thought you were sad already. You fucking idiot. Like, and also, you were stop. talking about killing women, and then suddenly yeah. you're like, oh, I'm the victim here. You've just been singing yeah, yeah. about killing a woman. What? How are you I've a released, fucking victim? I've released three albums about killing women. All of a sudden, people think I want to kill women. I mean, if you, I don't know if you know this, but Marilyn Manson's just been outed out as being abusive to women. Knock me down with a fucking feather. How is he? 
Yeah, he's he's been like abusive and torturous. There'll be a fun documentary about him at some point. Oh, okay. I wonder what the quality of his skin's like because they both wear the similar makeup, don't they? I wonder if that's what gives you that good. Because I've got real bad skin, right? So I'm just. I've never noticed you to have. Yeah, like really, like here. I think it's because I've got a fatty liver. So just around my nose here. Yeah, I've got like really. It's always upset me. Yeah? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I had a list of 10 things to bully you about on Friday. I didn't even make the top 10. <laughs> that would have crushed me. If the, yeah. Well, you think I haven't heard short jokes before? Oh, well, that's why I went on early. That's, uh, yeah. you, you know, I, you've got no idea how much of a dick I am. I'm like, yeah, I'll go on first or second because I don't have you ever pricked. Let's talk about how he's five, four foot ten. <laughs> it was my sister telling me about that time I went, you've got to stay awake. Basically, what she left out there, I think because my dad was on the call, was the fact someone had put some acid in my beer that night. I missed your sister's guy joined. Oh, up. right. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So someone basically, someone dosed me with some acid and, yeah, it freaked me out. Right, anyway, right, back to, let, let's just do a quick recap of where we are with the Cecil Hotel. So basically, a poor young lady Oh, just quickly, off. on the last thing of Morbid, so he releases a video to say he's innocent, but he puts on a fucking gas mask and has his music in the background while doing it. And disguises his most- voice. It's the most pathetic thing I've ever seen. And and he he is innocent in this because it turns out he was there a year before she stayed at the Cecil Hotel. (laughs) Um, Where was he on the night that she went missing? He was in Mexico, Mexico. where he lives. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the most surprising thing about this documentary is that guy has a record deal. (laughs) God, and great skin. Um, Quick recap of where we are. So a young lady leaves her home in Canada, goes traveling, goes to California, checks into the Cecil Hotel, goes missing. The police are stumped. So on day 19, the police release video footage of her. I don't think you need and to then, do the catch up on this. I'm, I'm doing this for me because the reveal is coming. The, release, the police reveal video footage about her. Web sleuths get involved. And then about four months later, they work out what's going on. And then here we are. So this is the final episode of where we are. And I know. It's just, <laughs> but listen, everything I've just done, right, has taken them three hours and a bit to get to that point. And I know yeah. I've said this throughout every episode here. This is why we're doing this in three episodes and we not are, four. We're we are refusing gonna, to put yeah. people through four episodes when we're about to complain of stretching out content. Yes. Like, this is, <laughs> I understand us going, oh, these content providers being dicks just talking about stuff they know nothing about. Yeah. I understand <laughs> I understand the hypocrisy that could be uppercutted back into my face when I say that. Um, the uh, the web sleuths. But I'm not outside fucking Sea World going. We demand to see the truth and complain. Nah, I'm not allowed to ride with the orcas. <laughs> <laughs> like we had a chance, we blew it. Um, the web sleuths basically. So they they work out that Morbid did it. And then they barrage him with thousands of messages, and they're like. You killed her, didn't you? Reminded me of when I got pulled over by the old Bill, right, about 15 years ago. I had this really cool red sports car. No, we're right. wondering why a 12-year-old's driving that car. <laughs> right. it, and I was, right? So I had to have a booster cushion on the oh, chair. Oh, bless Because <laughs> it was a really old sports car, and they're so low down. It was an old MG. Anyway, so he pulled me over, and I got out, and he went, he went, that's a nice car. I went, oh, thanks very much. He went, so you're clearly a drug dealer. 
Off. Well done, Sherlock. No You've got me. Yeah, yeah. No and I went, no, I'm, I'm not. I work in IT. And he went, go on, just admit it. You're a drug dealer. Well, that was how they went after Morbid. Go on, admit it. You killed her. No, that's not how just, it works. I've just got an image of you getting a light shined in your face now. He's slapping you with your phone book and you're going, I tell you what, though, he's got great skin. <laughs> Stay on point, man. Stay on <laughs> I can't believe you're using the L to O phone book. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he's using that because I got pulled over in Kent, but he's clearly using a London phone. <laughs> I got pulled over once by the old bill because I'm so small in a car. I do look like a child driving a car. Yeah, one night I got pulled over four times by the police. And one of the police, they used to give you, it's called a seven-day wonder, right? So you have to go and produce your documents, called a producer. And I got three of them that night. And on the third one, I went, listen, I've already got two of these. I went, just can't I just use them? And the policeman went, well, they might be fake. No. I used to get pulled over all the time. Um, Right, there you go. That's right. Back to the documentary. That, that The whole outtake of this this episode is just going to be me going. So back to the documentary. So they um, they get the toxicology report back again. The the pertinent information that is few and far between. You get excited for the information coming. You do, yeah. And uh, so there's no drugs in the system. No. Um, there's no alcohol, so there's nothing nefarious there. But what they did realize is the the bipolar medication she's on is lower than what it should be, and the amount of pills she had left is less than what she should is more than what she should yes. have. So she's she's came off her medication. So they're starting yes. to go towards her having a manic episode. Yeah. And 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 the the idea of the the chemical imbalance of bipolar and what people go through yeah. with that. Is um, and that's 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 a huge stress on people's life, and that can only be exacerbated by her work for the CIA. Like I can't imagine how much that triggers her. Like to 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 carry that burden of bipolarism and going into the homeless population. I can't. I love that theory. I absolutely adore that theory they put out there as as a thing people thought. But they'll think anything, right? I have TB, so I've got to go and rub up against tents and skid row. It's fucking fascinating. So one said that out loud. Yeah, they then go into her uh, trip. All right, so this is kind of what's been masked over the last four episodes to keep it going. Yes. So they say she went on a trip to Burbank to see a live TV show. She demands that a letter be given to the host, so she's ushered out as like a crazy stalker. Yeah, I would have loved to have heard more about that. Can we talk to the security guard that chucked her out? Can we find out yeah. what show she won? Can we find out who she was writing to? That would have been more interesting than Jordan Lorden or whatever going, uh, see, uh, this is spelt the same way as this. <laughs> it's definitely a cover-up, yeah. I think so. The guy who just hasn't discovered Flat Earthers yet. Um, and she's acting erratically in the hotel. And the manager of the hotel rooms. said, yeah, but it's the Sisu Hotel. That was nothing new. Yeah, yeah People yeah, are like I, that I all the time. A year ago, I didn't realize there was a fucking sniper on the seventh floor and a guy running around with a knife. If you think I missed that, I'm not going to fucking pay attention yeah. to to poor Elisa Lam. And what she she came downstairs and said, "I'm crazy, but so is LA." And then in her communal room, yeah, uh, she, she was post-it notes. She, she was right now posters notes saying "Go away" and putting them on other people's beds. And if they try to get into the room, she was asking for passwords. Uh, which has to be stressful. You're on seventh floor. Someone's chasing you for a knife, and you've got a young Asian girl going, what's the password? You let me in, you fucking bitch. <laughs> it's a machete guy, like they chase me. Yeah, go on, let me in. Um, and uh, she's found faced up, uh, and when they thought she'd be faced down, 
Uh, so that's a huge thing they but they were saying it's basically like buttered toast. You meant to float one way, not the other. Uh, but they're, they're saying they've. But that was the internet people saying that, which means nothing. That's like me and you having a theory. It I means think that was nothing. the coroner. I think that was the coroner. Oh, that I was thought that was the that. YouTuber. But because he then comes out and then says, "But the fluctuating water could allow her to turn round." Yeah. Uh, they they explain why she was naked, and that's one of the onsets of hypothermia. Yeah. The physiological changes going through, so that can describe that. Well, the coroner and actually it, issues uh, what his statement. And the internet sleuths, they disagree with that completely. He even yeah. made an he made an error where he, he went, oh, error, tick the wrong box. Well, it's a cover-up. And then they named who was involved in the cover-up. So it yeah. was the police, uh, the hotel manager, uh, and Santiago Lopez, the maintenance man. They were all involved in the cover-up. Oh, and Morbid, all involved in the cover-up of this poor girl. Yeah, and they're saying like, yeah, I can just imagine... God damn it, I need this case closed. The Caesar Hotel's on my ass about this one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And they, uh, it was all just, it was just so dragged out. On the the autopsy report, they say that the, um, because it was human error. He he ticked accidental instead of wrongful. Yeah. They went off about that. and And then they say you can even see the dates in which that's changed. Is, it says from the 15th to the 18th. So who came down and said, no, this has definitely got to be at this? And then you look at it again later on and it says, no, that's the 18th. You've yeah. just, like, the, the, the 8 looks like a 5 or the 5. Yes, yeah, like yeah, yeah. One. Yeah, the line on the 8 cross through. So um, I, li- I like what Pablo Vergara, also known as Morbid, great name, uh, the Mexican FBI, <laughs> they asked him when they went to his house, have you made any blood sacrifices recently what who gets letting i think me and you could work for the police in america or south america i think that's they must be pretty lax right or is that just for the camera they've come up with this nonsense because these people just don't seem very good for the for the Mexican uh, fbi it just must be nice not to be investigating drug cartels do you know what i mean (laughs) look at this yeah, that's a nice, nice crystal skull you got there. Do you mind if I sit here? Because otherwise, I'm about to get a Colombian <laughs> necktie. Because the crazy '88s are on my ass. So it's nice to just be assigned to something dumb like this. I'm going to sit in your house and freak you out. And uh, the, basically, the web, the web sleuths, they go after Pablo, aka Morbid, and uh, yeah, he has a breakdown, tries to commit suicide. All because but of this these is, this people. This is around going, the time he he does the video with the mask on. It's like, yeah, that's like dressing as the puppet from Saw and be going, "I'm not a killer." <laughs> like one thing just negates the other. But yeah, they said he was suicidal. Which you listen to his music, it's hard to believe he wasn't previously. When you met him as Pablo rather than Morbid, I thought he seemed a very nice man. See, yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, he, he did seem more than affable. It's just yeah. the persona he was doing. Because when I when he was starting to make videos, and because he's, he's building up about how annoyed and how difficult it was to deal with these people, I fully thought that he's going to go on and say he did it as a way of that's, fuck you guys. Yeah, that's what you're I waiting thought for, he was aren't going you? To do something yeah, yeah. Like that. You're waiting for a big reveal here. And then... And he, he talked about how he lost the ability to make music. Well, it's questionable if he ever had that, but I guess music mm. is very subjective. So, like comedy, podcasting, all of the arts, I guess. Um, and they basically go into her mental health issues weren't made public, although they are clearly on her Tumblr profile because she talks about it yes. 24-7. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, she's bipolar 1, 
which is the most severe type of bipolar. I didn't know there was Wait, a, there's a bi- grading There's bipolar system. one, which is like, you know, manic, like almost delusions, mm. fear, uh, frenzy, whereas bipolar 15 is like, you've just got your eyebrow pierced. Oh, I've had my eyebrow pierced a couple of times. I, I, that's uh, yeah. one of the reasons why I made that dick, man. Because <laughs> it's close to the quality of my skin, isn't it? When, that's when, when, you're attacking when, me where it hurts now. When, no, no, because when I went to do... When you did your Edinburgh preview in London and you had the video of you skydiving, I remember my only thing was, I didn't realize it was eyebrow pierced. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm not going back to corporate. That's, as soon as eyebrow piercing places reopen, oh, that's where I'm going straight back. You're joking me, aren't you? No, go. If, especially now I know it winds you up so much. Lovely. That's... Oh, Matt, I'm trying to help you here. This is, uh, it seems mean, but I'm saying it for a reason, buddy. Every time I get my eyebrow pierced, I get a really well-paid job. It, every right. single time. I'm like, hey, I got my eyebrow pierced. Do you want a load that's of money? You've got, oh, really? That's because you've okay. got experience in fucking corporate offices <laughs> and a good CV. Oh, you don't think you it's down to the piercer? All the time. I don't <laughs> think it's down to the piercing at all. <laughs> Uh, I think it's three times there. I've All right, let's have let's have uh, a fan fan led poll, okay? Because uh, plenty of people <laughs> saw Matt with an eyebrow piercing. If you could, if you could just comment on the Facebook page whether or not you should get Matt should get his eyebrow pierced. I know it's going to be an overwhelming yes, but we also learned on Friday you're all very mean people. So. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so let's do the big reveal on the Cecil Hotel episode four of four, the hard truth. Rick, take us into the big reveal, mate. What happened to this poor girl? So the whole thing, it all it all spirals away from the internet video, and everyone goes nuts on it because the the movements are weird. It could it almost could be something supernatural. It's not explained, and then the police say, "Oh, our editing guys slowed down the video hmm. so that um, you could see what she was doing easier." And you could see her point face. number two is why didn't the door close? It's because she pressed the button that says "hold door." Yep, is why she did that. Um, also, uh, just an innocuous comment with a journalist, with one of the police being interviewed on the spot, said he believed that the lid cap was closed, where they interview Santiago. On the water and he tank, says where she was found. It was open. Yeah. And that is that is discovered during the family sued the Cecil Hotel for not doing enough to prevent this from happening. Yeah. Um, so what did the coroner judge, report then? Uh, accidental death. Yeah. Oh. Um, the judge ruled in the civil case for the hotel, and the soft-spoken guy. Do you remember what his name is? What John Sabani? What the web John Sabani just lets himself out as being even more creepy because, like, in the end, I had a friend go to her grave and touch her grave for me, and I'm like, this guy is creepier than morbid. And, and videoed it right, and, and videoed, videoed it, it so him. that he could get closure. Yeah. So effectively, uh, they said, "Yeah, it was it was death by drowning, and that she and that was exacerbated by her bipolarness and the fact she'd come I'll, off her meds." I'll tell you what they should have done with this, because I think there is the bones of. And, and to be honest, in episode four, I think it pulls it around a little bit because yes, um, yeah, I agree. If you've known any families deal with bipolarism mm. or, or have someone suffer from it, it turns your world upside down. Yeah, it, it does. Is, yeah. And I think that is a, a big, big issue, which is, again, it's, it's great to highlight. But the way they kind of dress it up and try and tease true crime fans into it. Yes, exactly. The wrong, the wrong, wrong, wrong route to go. And the fact that I think maybe it's during COVID, they couldn't interview experts a whole heap. So they just let YouTubers put their content on there yeah. and get their face. 
And it could even be a thing that, that all those YouTubers are now going to hype it to all them, so it might increase numbers. I don't know the reasons to it, but this is how I would have done this documentary. I would have made it about the Cecil Hotel, seeing how this place yeah. is evil, maybe, or is it evil? Yeah, yeah. And then you go through each and every incident with this, because the idea about Skid Row and how people live on Skid Row, very interesting. Mm a great fucking cultural impact to discover about that, the 10 cities, the idea of what is actually going on in downtown LA. You can go through all the Skid Row stuff. You can go through the Richard Ramirez stuff. You can go through the, what's the the Austrian guy? Yeah. Um, oh, what was his name? The Vacanda. Wasn't it something John Vacander oh, was it? Beckon, yeah. some, the guy who strangled Prozies and went for ride-alongs of yeah. cops to ask how they deal with the red light district. Him, and then you can also include the Elisa Lamb mystery as an aspect yeah. of this. I think that would have been a far more conclusive and better documentary than, again, it's a little bit fucking wrinkles the clown of, here's a two-minute video that went viral. Yes. Let's make a four-hour documentary about that. And that is... But the thing is, right, it was a three-hour and 50-minute documentary on who done it, and then it was 10 minutes on, oh, it's a mental health issue, this poor girl. Mm. And the 10 minutes... Yeah. yeah, the 10 minutes should have been made bigger if they're going to do four hours. You can't have a mental health issue covered in 10 minutes where you've done who done it for three hours 50 minutes it was just it's very imbalanced you know yeah. and rod uh, howard I, had his name to this and brian grazer they've made some of the greatest films in my lifetime as well as star wars the han solo story well, I, I i i think this will get views i don't know how money works with netflix or anything it's not like box office or, or dvd sales so i have no idea but i think this will at the very least be watched but i think from opinions i'm seeing rolling online it's of the same of waste of time which is sad because the story is an interest the story they i think is yeah. just packaged and delivered in the wrong way yeah i've been to so, christenings uh, that were less boring than this documentary I, the last christening that I went, I travelled up from, I think, either Southampton, I was living at the time, or London, for my mate's daughter's christening. And I'm at the back, and like, with uh, the lads, like, the lads from his football team, is one guy who's, he can, like, is the type of person who looks the same after 20 pints. Like, he's just an absolute <laughs> half weed have seen pet, fucking, like, just a bloke's bloke. And he, he they've, obviously, some of those lot have all had kids previously, so they've been to christenings. And just this thing, he, he turns to it, goes, he, the vicar comes out and he goes, oh, it's this fucking bloke. I mean, what do you mean, guys? Oh, he does this thing about boats where he runs down the middle. It's going to take forever. And then the guy does it. And, and, and then the vicar goes into his bits about boats and about running to your parents or something. And he's just like, every fucking time. And I just, I was just cracking up with that. And he's in the back, look at this guy's sports views. I would Johnny crack me up with that one. Um... But yeah, that that's the thing. I I think it's 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 we're in lockdown. Do you know what I mean? Any new content to watch isn't the worst thing in the world. But I think this could have been a shorter and be a lot better. Yes, I think they were daft in parts where they should have been serious. Yeah. They were serious in parts they should have been daft. Yeah, um, well said, man. Well, and, I, and it's purposely cut because not different interviews with the police. It's the same interview. Yes. They just chop it up through same three episodes. Talking head. So it's not them learning information at different times. Telling you, it, it, they've just done that for the narrative of it, which. You can't force it. There's enough interesting stories out there to be doing. Yeah. Um, and the copper looked so, sad, right? When he said, look, we missed yeah, they it. Bumped we, out. We, we got this bit wrong, really. We, and he was gutted. He was proper gutted. You're like, yeah, fair enough, mate. All right. I even feel bad about being mean to him in episodes one and two. 
what does it say about us that we're like annoyed she wasn't horrifically murdered? Do you know what I mean? It's just like, what? <laughs> you mean it wasn't the guy with the axe guitar? Oh. What was the fucking point in watching? Do you know, that, that's fair point. Thing. And uh, yeah. I think that's what we're, we're, we're conditioned to with, tr- with true crime now. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're what? absolutely right. Oh. That's a great point. That's a really good point. Yeah. Oh, toxicology. She wasn't assaulted. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's hard to be like that. It's just, Boring. It's, yeah. <laughs> I want to hear about these dice games on 7th. Like, um, but I've heard that the Ricky Ramirez one isn't very good either, so maybe it's just a complete mishit with, with the fucking Cecil Hotel. I'm waiting for the, the cool sounding black guy, Kenneth Givens. I want his documentary. That's what I want to see. Give me half an hour of his stories. Uh, he, he, yeah. has spent his, he has spent his appearance fee on some, fucking, <laughs> on some ladies of the night already. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of games of dice and some fucking female <laughs> companions coming over for a night. He's having a blast yeah. in his fedora. He's a friend of the 7th. Um, right, so Rick, let, let's score it up and let's shut it down, my man. All right. Um, I'm giving us a three. I think it had parts. Parts that were all right. It just could have been so much better. It's just not... And and, and here's the funny thing with Matt, because our Patreon feed is going to be mini-series, and you can tell he has no patience to watch more than an hour about anything. <laughs> about anything. This is, why, this is why it's going to be behind a paywall, because this is his fucking attention span that's a problem. If it's not about him being keto or parachuting, yeah. he's pissed off he had to sit and watch it. I was incredibly pissed off. I'm going to make a predict of like a 1.5 from Matt. What, what it's are you a, it's a two. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, a two. two. Yeah. There we go. I, I knew it, because um, the minute... He has the same tells every time right, he doesn't like yeah, it. Yeah. it was. This is what we should do, Rick. We should just say, it's rubbish, and go home and have a fuck. We are home. We can't go and have a beer. You're sober. I don't drink, and we're locked down. Like, so we're going to have to go through this anyway. Yeah, okay. So that is a score of five, which considering, you know, it was a four-hour documentary, I don't think that scored too bad. I think we've probably scored that way too high, personally. But... Yeah. um uh, I yeah. think it's a it's a fortunate one because our first one back in a long time as well. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, okay. On the on the upside, I get the next choose, so that's good, right? So no, that all's good. In the I'm sorry, Matt. <laughs> well, no, I moved house now. I don't need your <laughs> approval. Okay. Am I fucked? Doing what about ballet? <laughs> <coughs> the ballet one is called On Point. You're never going to guess who the exec producers are of On Point. It's Ron care. Bloody Howard. <laughs> So I think that's already just got kicked off the pile, right? Because Ron Howard's involved. He's just lost all his credentials in a, oh, as an exec I, producer. I, I got to be honest, that one got fucking shooed off my desk a long time before <laughs> who the executive producer was. What do you think is going to happen in a fucking documentary about young ballet stars, Matt? And you want to talk about it for how long? What do you think happened? It's going to be good, I'm telling you. Yeah? Do you think so? Or do you think it's going to be a coach who likes flexible children a little bit too fucking much? And you're like, oh, we shouldn't have done this one. I've got to talk about what I think there's eight episodes as well. Anyway, right, let's wrap this one up. Okay, and uh, I've got a little treat for us. And to play us out, we have the wonderful music silence of Morbid. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, I'm joking. I would never allow Uh, allow him in my house. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he couldn't travel anyway. Um, Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, We'll see you on the next episode. Ta-da!
I thought it was a good episode. I thought the episode was better than the documentary. <laughs>